Hello and welcome to another episode of One Sporting Way. After some time, I'm Riley Clark, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Remy. Remy, it's been a while, but how are you doing, and what are you drinking? It has been a while. Hopefully, no one forgot about us. Um, We took, I think we ended up saying, what, a one-month break, but it ended up being about a month and a half. Yeah, it's been a little bit of time. It's been crazy. Um, so I work for a college. So just getting through the end of the school year and graduation and all of those different ceremonies was really fun, but really exhausting. And just finishing up last minute projects for our department and moving. I had to move the third week of May and that went really well. But yeah, it was, it was a good so, time. Yeah, it was. Riley helped me. Um <laughs> It was it was so cool. I'm so excited to be in my new place, but I forgot how exhausting moving is. Yeah, I agree. And for anyone out there who's like, well, I don't want to help my friends move. Do it. Help them all the time because then they will help you one day when you need to move. Pay it forward. Shout out to all my friends who helped. That was game changer. And it made it actually really fun. I'm just like, I think my body is like, why? What are you doing? Oh, 100%. Go lay on the beach for three weeks. So who knows? Maybe I'll listen. <laughs> Maybe you'll listen to your body and go to the beach. I yeah. always say you should. Yeah. No, life's been really good. So I'm like thriving in the summer. Um, I, I just love it. It's just outside, the sun, warm, all the good things. Yeah. And I will say that they used to prescribe to people that they thought were crazy to like go to the beach for three weeks. And I think we need to go back to doing that. Ooh, yeah, like in the olden days, like little women times, they were like, go to the sea to get well. Yes. I need to go to the sea. <laughs> yes, this woman must be crazy. Honestly, sounds good. Um, but anyway, because I'm so tired and I moved to couch with just one other person, shout out to my dad today, I'm drinking lemon lime Gatorade. There you go. Because we don't like to be dehydrated. No, it's true. Make sure, hydrate or dehydrate out there, guys. It's hot. That's for sure. Riley, you are done with school. How are you doing and what are you drinking? Honestly, I'm thriving. I'm. Uh, we've been doing really well. Um, I'll get what I'm drinking out of the way. We're making a spaghetti sauce. We're having some friends over tonight. And so in order to make that, you have to use a little red wine. And so anytime we do that, I crack open the bottle and I have myself some of that red wine. Fancy spaghetti. Yes. So I'm drinking some Apothic Inferno for anyone. It, they, they do. Apothic does a really good red blend and we like it. But this one was aged in a um, whiskey barrel. That's why it's called Inferno. And Apothic is great. It's not like bottom shelf. It's like middle tier. So it's a little bit more expensive, but it, it still tastes good. And I think personal opinion here, like really, really expensive wine. You can taste the difference, but it is not worth it. See, I'm like I'm like a beer gal all the way. If I had to pick something else, next choice would be like probably vodka or something. Okay. Wine's like maybe third place, but my favorite bottle of wine is like maybe twelve dollars. And that's like twelve to fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my range. That's my sweet spot. Exactly. So and I agree, like I'll drink pretty much anything under the sun. Um, not in like an alcoholic way, but in a way that like I will just like, if someone's like, hey, would you like this gin drink? I'd be like, yeah, sounds great. Like, yeah, I don't have a preferred like within that range. But yeah, I cracked this open to make some uh, some make some spaghetti sauce. But besides that, I mean, we are experiencing our first summer with our new giant backyard where we have found that we have both poison ivy and poison oak. Oh, awesome. It's like a big puzzle. It is a big puzzle. So it's the joys of homeownership. We've discovered that we can use like round off to get rid of it. 
So I am slowly working our way through our, I think it's like 0.3 acre backyard. Um, we are settling in to the summer. We just got back from the mountains where we spent a whole week with Robin's parents. Getting to spend a lot of time outside, getting to spend a lot of time kind of relaxing. Yeah, like doing yard work and stuff, but I enjoy that. So it's less work, more like just me like feeling like I'm doing something. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was putting my new place together. After the initial stress of packing and deep cleaning my last place and getting out of there, like to put everything where I want it is actually the really fun part. Mm -hmm. So my next thing this week, we've got like three days with nothing planned. So I'm going to be our garage is like all the concrete is like chipped and cracked and like dug out. So I'm going to be pouring some concrete to smooth that out so then I can later like paint the floor of our garage to make it look nice. Dang, pretty soon you'll be like having your own HGTV show. I wish. The problem is I don't have the eye for it. So uh, we've actually been watching so much Queer Eye. I've never seen uh -huh. it before and we just oh, started it. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, and they came to Kansas City for two yes. seasons. We just started season three, which is the Kansas City season. And it made me so happy like seeing them go through downtown and past the fountains. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, uh, it was so cool. I even got to see Anthony when they were in town, like from afar at a restaurant. That's beautiful. I think Bobby is my favorite just because Bobby is like, hey, you guys go have fun talking and dressing. I'm literally going to update your entire house in three days. Yeah, he's killing it. He's I doing Bobby. Awesome. Yeah, he's fantastic. So that's how we're doing. And I, I hate this. We go on break and sporting decides to turn around and win some games. Oh, I don't hate it. Here's the thing. I think all of our listeners know we like desperately needed a break from talking about, well, sporting lost again. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's unbelievable like how badly I needed this. Yeah. This is what we hoped would happen. It's like trying we would... so hard to be positive. <laughs> we would take a break and then they would like, by the time we came back to record, they would be on the up and up and we'd have something nice to talk about, which is what happened. Yes. So for folks that maybe first time or just been a minute and you thought we disappeared forever, our last episode came out April 19th. So it has been a month and a half. You're right, Remy, since we've been here. Since then, Casey Current fired their head coach. Matt Beasler has been inducted into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Daniel Shallowy is now number one in the most match-winning goals now that he's picked it up. And... Though some players are back from injury, which is fantastic, we now have a whole other swath of them back on injury since then. So it's been kind of ups and downs, but a quick run through of the games. Since we left, Sporting lost to New England 2-1. Then we went into the Open Cup, beat Tulsa 3-0. Remy, I don't know how you felt about the Tulsa I game. did watch part of that game, actually, and I was I like, was why... I know. I was like, why are we barely playing better than them? Like, why are we shouldn't even be beating them? <laughs> it felt like that. Like, we were still in that kind of low end. And then we lose to Montreal 0-2. After Montreal, I'm like, this. what's the point? I, I That was probably my rock bottom. I think like, after, yeah. After that, we were like, maybe let's extend our break a little bit. Yeah, I was just tired. I was so tired of losing in Montreal. If I remember, it was like our one shot. We're like, we're not last, their last place. I told you we always do bad against Canadian teams. We do. It's true. So then, next game, going to Seattle, right? We are at Seattle. I'm sitting there going, I'm going to watch, but I'm not going to expect much. That was brave of you. <laughs> temper your, uh, temper your uh, expectations, right? And 
we pull out a 2-1 win at Seattle. Which is arguably maybe top three of most, what's the word, like hardest places to play because yeah. of their fan base. So, Oh, Seattle is unbelievably hard historically. Yeah, I thought they had a typo in the match results. <laughs> it, it was just like it, like I felt like, I don't know. I was like, this can't be happening, but I'm so happy that it's happening. And yeah, we looked that, really good. Right. At that point, I did not even have my hopes up yet. I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. Keep rolling. Yes. And the thing was, it it felt like it wasn't a fluke game. Like our goals were not fluky goals. Like, oh, we just happened to get a flag. Like we looked really good in that game. So then we go to the U.S. Open Cup and Peter does what Peter does with the U.S. Open Cup where he started like no one that ever starts. <laughs> yeah, it was a completely different team. They even brought up SKC2 players who actually did well. Yes. I That they, was one of the first things I noticed, actually. Yeah. And I was trying to remember who it was. It's Ethan Bryant. 39 came in. And, like, they were talking about how he's, you know, probably going to be on the national team one day. He's this amazing player. Like, surprised he hasn't gone anywhere yet. But, like, he came in and looked phenomenal in that game, despite the 1-0 loss that knocked us out of the Open Cup. Against Houston of all teams. I'm like, really? We never lose against Houston. It's, ah. Uh, but anyway, so Open Cup, I was sitting there. I was like, okay, maybe, it was, maybe we kind of got lucky. That Seattle game. And then we play... Minnesota with a 3-0 win. Then we go to LAFC, one of the best teams in the league. 1-1 draw. Mm -hmm. And then the quote-unquote rival game. Which, the new rivalry. In my opinion, it's not even a rivalry yet. I'm like still excited for St. Louis for getting their own team. I think it'll be a rival once we have at least like five years under our belt. It's yeah. strictly a rivalry because of the location. It truly is. The I-70 rivalry. So... We got to get some games in our belt. We kind of got to go back and forth. So I'm excited for the next St. Louis game. And hopefully we don't lose fours nil, which is what we lost. That, that would game. be the best. Yeah. But then we beat Portland 4-1. We beat Dallas 2-1. And then we tie in a game against Vancouver that I feel like we should have lost. Mm. But we pulled it out. So that happened. We're recording June 4th. That ha This happened yesterday, this game. I was coming home from the KC Current game, which shout out, they won at home. Um, and I turned on, by the time I got home, it was about halftime. And so I didn't really get to see much because I didn't make it to the end of the game because it was, I think, what, like almost 11 p.m. by that point. I did stay up and watch the whole game. Props to you. Why do you think we shouldn't have won, Riley? So there was so there was a VAR that I need to go back and look at and actually like get the reasoning for. I believe they called Vancouver offsides on a save and then a deflection goal. To me, it felt like the goal should have been allowed a lot. There was a penalty in the box that I feel like should have been a penalty for Vancouver. And then they got a penalty in the box at the end of the game to tie it. Now, we did play very, very well that game. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a tie, and I'm happy with a tie, especially going to Vancouver. Um, but for quick summary, then that puts us so in our last three games, three, two, and one. I will take that after our 10-game preseason that we had. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Uh, 16 goals scored since we last recorded when we only had, I believe, three goals on record. Like going for the worst record in all of MLS history of least yes. goals scored. Um, some important keys. Alan Polito is back. He's looking very strong and we were actually feeding him the ball. Every time he goes down though, I'm so nervous still. Like I'm he went down so a couple of times on a fouls in the game last night and 
I I think I was just grinding my teeth. I was just like so stressed for him. It sucks because like you know he's fragile. And I want to say this, and I'm just gonna put it to bed. Alan Polito is not going anywhere. That has been a huge rumor going around. Where did you hear that? Because this is the first time hearing about it. So there was it was on Twitter and it was on Reddit that Shivas, who he is coming, who he came from, has reached out about trading. Now that may be true. I don't know. But then there was rumors that Cruz Azul had also gotten in on the bidding war. And there was all this stuff about how like Alan Polito wants to go back. And on Twitter on the third, um, Peter Vermees put out that he had had zero conversations with Chivas and he had, had zero conversations with other teams. I hope not. We need some consistency in our entire team. We've, we haven't yes. had a consistent starting 11 in this whole season, actually. No, it's been crazy. And so with that... I mean, we've had some injuries that have brought up some players, and I want to speak specifically to one who's been shining for me, and that's Jake Davis. Jake Davis has filled in that Graham Zuzi spot, and I believe it was the Portland game that had, like, the perfect setup where Jake Davis started at right back, and then about the 65th, 70th minute, Graham Zuzi subbed in for energy and for consistency on that back line, and that was great. Mm-hmm. Rodgers been subbing in in the 70th minute, which I think is their perfect role for this team. Yeah, bring in the veterans when we need that consistent presence. Yes. And so Jake Davis and anyone listening, next game, just follow Jake Davis around with your eyes. The kid has nothing but energy. How old is he? Jake Davis, I want to say, I'm going to take a guess here and you're telling from around this. My okay, own I'm looking show. it up as you're thinking. Jake Davis is 19. How old is this news article? Please hold. Looks like he is turning 21 this summer. Ah, okay. So he's 20. So he's 20. So I am I am in love with Jake Davis. <laughs> cute. It is cute. I know. But uh, don't tell Robin. She's got Kyrie. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We've all been. We were all on that episode. Yeah. Go back to that one. That one is a fun time. I am over the moon with a 3-2-1 record in the last six games. Yes, we are still third to last in the Western Conference, but with some context there, it doesn't look as bad simply because, and let me pull up the roster we're, here. We're quick. like almost to the wild card slot for like a playoff position. <laughs> yes, we are three points out of the wild card spot. We do have a couple games up on some other teams, but all things considered, we're not dead last and we won't be getting that wooden spoon at the end no. of the season. And that's where... We're five points out of last place and we're three points out of the playoff. Like the Western Conference is super tight right now. It's always stacked every single year. There's always like a billion teams who are really, really good. Yes. But so, you know what? Do you remember what we said at the beginning of the season when we started doing really bad? Um, was like, do we just give up right now and go for the wooden spoon, which is awarded <laughs> to the very last place team in all of MLS each year? See, because just, we have to win something. We do, and this is one of the issues I have with American soccer is that, like, it doesn't matter. Like, we get last place, we get the wooden spoon, and then we just move on to the next season, right? Like, there's not a whole lot of – there aren't a whole lot of consequences for being bad. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. Something in Europe. Who was that team? It, some team moved up, like, five conferences, and now they're in the English Premier League. And they their stadium is so small. They play in, like, a neighborhood – and the front of their stadium looks like an apartment building. Are you talking about Wrexham? 
No, no, not Ryan Reynolds's team. Okay, I was like, they're not in the Premier League, but they did make it up to for professional soccer. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. My dad and I were cracking up at the stadium picture because it looked, it looked like a like an elementary school or something. That's awesome. Let me pull up the Premier League real quick. I'm curious. I cannot. I'm oh, wait, they would have up. been playing in the Champions League. They wouldn't have been in. Guys, if you don't know European soccer, their names are super weird and strange. No. Is it Lutton Town? L-U-T-O-N? Lutton Town made the EPL. No. Seriously? Just Google, Google their stadium. And it, it looks like a middle school gym entrance with the double doors. Luton Town. This makes me so happy. I'm so proud of them. Luton manager's wish list after a playoff win. A beer and Neymar. Neymar. Yeah, he's going. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for them. I love it. I can't wait to see them next year. So I, I know there's a ton of soccer to talk about, and we want to make sure we do uh, the other parts of this podcast as well. I, I don't know how you feel, Remy. I I feel like our positivity is kind of paying off in our hopes of like, don't give up. We can do this. And I think this is an example of why fans should stick in their team's corner. Yeah, if I'm being totally honest, I'm still really annoyed. I, I'm i still questioning, do I take my bumper sticker off my car? Nice. I really am. I don't know. No. Maybe I'm just tired, Riley, and I don't know. I'm I'm very hesitant still. I'm not even hesitantly optimistic. I'm just like on edge, I feel like. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe I feel like we need a couple more games. Like three unbeaten is... I, I don't know. It's, it's like we're just streak, really consistent. It's not like, good. We can tie like the number one team in a conference, but then we lose by four. You know, like I don't know. It's just so inconsistent that I'm just very hesitant. All right. I Time will tell. That. You can say I told you so if we win the MLS Cup. Oh, I'm not saying that. Don't put me in that corner. But I think we'll, I think we'll end up. I do hope we end up in the playoffs. Of course. Yeah. Um. We got two matches coming up. We got Austin FC on the 10th, which I will actually be at. Oh, nice. Um, shout out. My older brother got me and Robin tickets. That is so nice. So, hey, Taylor, if you're listening, thanks for the tickets. Um, and then uh, LAFC uh, is on the 17th. That Both these games, I think, should be really fun. Is LAFC at home also? I believe Cause so, because we, we played went, at LAFC. Yeah, we just went. Well, that's good. If we can tie them away, surely we could beat them at home, yeah? Oh, if only Remy. <laughs> Knock on wood. We just need like a wooden board for all of these assumptions we're making every yeah, week. Yeah, we've got four more games in June and three of them are home games. So all of our Saturday games are home. That's great news. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And the first one in July. So out of our next five games, we've got four home games. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, we will be right back with KC Current News. All right. We are back. And we are first going to play our new famous game that everybody loves. Name that player. Famous is the perfect word I would use to describe this game. Yeah. It is known among at least about probably 30 people. (laughs) That is perfect. Yeah. All right. Remy, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Clue number one. They are a 21-year-old Cypress midfielder currently in their second season with Sporting KC. 
the only Cypress player on the roster, I'm pretty sure, is Marinos Johnnies. That is 100% correct. Yes. Perfect. Okay. I'm I have not lost your national my... knowledge. Thank you. I have not lost my touch in our month and a half break. You haven't. The other ones, so he's played for the national team all four seasons. He's been a professional. Um, he's played in 12 games with four starts and eight subs. No, no goals, but one assist. Uh, and it took the final clue, and I think this would have given it away, is it took all of last season for us to get the proper pronunciation of his name. <laughs> Are we even 100% sure? Nope. I'm pretty sure it's Jonies, but I don't, yeah. the announcers get it, mix it up sometimes. Yeah. Cyprus is just so small that uh-huh. I'm like, how would we have another player? But, you know. <laughs> is there more than one? There's, I don't think so. There's a good chance I would have forgotten. I, I did, you know, I, I really needed it. I had to just wipe my brain of all sporting for a couple weeks. I understand. All right, Remy, well, as you wiped from sporting, give us some KC current news. Okay, well, I want to start calling this little tidbit the current corner. Yeah. Shout out to one of our listeners and one of my friends, Justin. He's like, please call it the current corner. And I'm like, fine. Thanks, Justin. Um, yeah. Hi, Justin. Um, Okay, so since our last recording in the middle of April, the current is 4-0-5, wah-wah, currently in second to last place in the NWSL, but, you know, trying to stay positive. It's not last place. Trying to stay positive here. Um, They did just end their five-game losing streak with a home win last night against uh, North Carolina Courage. Turning it around. I'm saying it. It's because it was Pride Night and everyone was having really good energy and I was there. So probably those things combined, they won. Oh, I didn't say it. I've been saying everyone. Hey, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Um, You know, Casey Current is kind of in a similar boat with sporting. They've just been plagued by injuries this entire season. You know how they always release the injury report list before yeah. the game? There's been a consistent eight to nine players on the KC current roster that have been injured, like not even questionable for each match, but they've been out. There's, I think, three players with season ending injuries, including Sam Mewis, one of the best players in the world. So it's kind of like a tale of injuries this season for KC current. The question is, are they going to be able to overcome that, get some consistent players running their offense and defense Mm -hmm. and kind of get past those things and just get healthy if uh, and hopefully similar to sporting once the health starts coming around then they can really turn it around and not get the wooden spoon yeah it was nice to go to a game i i don't get to watch them because i don't have the streaming service where their games are played unless it's on like fox or they put it for up for it's free stupid paramount plus yeah yeah uh, we don't like it but um it was nice to be able to go to the game and i actually got into the stadium a little bit early and i did see there were players who have been on the injury report list participating in the warm-up so okay that's that's really good they, like they dressed out in their uniforms that's a good sign that means they're they're getting really close so I'm sure, you know, maybe like three or four or five of them have been practicing and they're just trying to get game ready so that they can start subbing in. And we, oh, I saw wow. that last night, um, Kristen Hamilton, who's one of our best offensive players, yeah. she's been injured for a while and she actually got the goal last night. So very nice. Yeah, really good stuff. All right. Well, hey, maybe things are turning around for them. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm positively optimistic for them because I love Casey Current. I love sporting too, but... 
you know, if I had to pick one or the other, I'd say Casey Current has a better shot right now, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you please, pro- please prove me wrong. I'd love for both of them to go all the way. There's enough hope for both of them. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, one other quick bit of news for anyone who is unaware, for whatever reason, the Women's World Cup starts on July 20th. Woo! This year. I'm pumped. I honestly, I'm going to be completely honest here. I forgot that this World Cup was happening this year. Because we just had one. <laughs> yes. Because they, people who don't know, they had to postpone the Men's World Cup. So it's like, it's a year early. Yeah, usually it's every two years for those two. So I'm super pumped. This is going to yeah. be great. I get to, I have an excuse to watch soccer while working. Yeah, and because the games are always in the middle of the day. Um, so that's really good news. I mean, obviously the U.S. has qualified. They're, they might be ranked the number one spot. The only bad thing is that Mallory Swanson, Mallory Pugh was her maiden name. Um, she's out with a knee injury. So that uh-huh. happened in a friendly against Ireland. Um, she's one of our best players. England has also been like plagued with knee injuries. A lot of their players aren't going to be around. Um, <laughs> but that's happening in Australia and New Zealand. That's super fun. And I want to confirm we are the number one ranked team in FIFA. Awesome. And we've consistently been that for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've like traded. I don't even know if we've ever dropped to like number two, but there's been a couple of teams consistently who maybe have beaten us in a competitive game, not a friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's really good news. And I didn't even put this on our notes document, Riley. But if you didn't hear, um, the U.S. and Mexico are putting in a joint bid for the Women's World Cup in 2027. Heck yeah. So the U.S. could could have two World Cups in back-to-back years. Get out of here, Canada. Which would be the coolest thing. I know, right? Where What happened to Canada? No one knows. Um, but... I think it would be like a really good time, like really good timing. It might be kind of exhausting to prep all of that back to back, but all of the stadiums will be ready. All of the practice spaces and stadiums will be ready. So that's it would so cool. Hopefully be an easy transition, but they won't announce those for, I don't think I've heard when they're planning to announce. I think they the have com- to finish this world cup. Yeah, Maybe probably. But men's, they announced two in a like two in front. Yeah. Men's, they announced four years ahead of schedule so maybe they're doing site visits right now and they'll make a final announcement soon or maybe it won't even be until 2024 who's to say i don't know but But hey lots of exciting possibilities coming up sounds good to me all right remy you got any last things you want to share (sighs) well what a sigh i didn't even do that on accident i or i i did i didn't even realize i was like wow that sounds depressing it's it's really good to be back it was nice to kind of have a break for like mental health and like anger issues we were dealing with. Um, but I'm excited to be back. I think there is a lot to be excited about. Summer's here. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's great. And I just want to thank first, Remy, thank you for as always for recording a podcast with me. Oh, of course. And next uh, next episode should be coming out on June 20th. Uh, I'm Gareth when we're recording. That's when it comes nope. out. Yeah, Tuesday. Oh, gosh. Episodes every other Tuesday. Yes. And I'm just going to ahead just apologize for my poor audio on the next episode because I'm going to be at the beach. Ooh, wait, what? Yes, I will be in Mississippi. So I will be recording uh, in a very janky setup. Dang, Riley is living the life. But we'll see. But yeah, so uh, I'm excited that the season's keeping 
uh, keep it on, keep it on. And we've got what three sporting games until then, I believe. I think two sporting games before our next episode three comes Casey out, and then three. Games. Yep, three Casey Current. There we go. And a fun honestly, June. It it is. It's a good month. I really do think that, and I think we are going to have more success than we've had in the past, which makes recording this podcast all that much more fun. Well, you're making me feel more hopeful, Riley. So shout out to you because you're the more positive one of the two of us. And I can feel the I can feel the positivity brewing in the air. It's my thing. Are you a witch? Yes or no? Maybe. I okay. promise nothing. I'll take it. But hey, thank you everyone who's listening. Please continue to share. Send this out to your friends. Send this out to your family. I saw um, we got a couple of shout outs on Reddit. Uh, someone was asking for some sporting podcasts and some folks that listen kind of pointed some people in our direction, which I really enjoyed. Thanks, guys. Make sure to keep telling your friends, share us on Reddit, Facebook. Well, I don't know, Instagram, wherever you're at. We're not on Facebook, but your mom is. And maybe your mom wants to listen to a sporting podcast. Yep. And your grandma might just want to listen to something while she's cooking you cookies in the kitchen. I don't know. That's what my grandma would do. Nice. Well, <laughs> thanks for I'm listening. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but we well, got to close we out. We were doing well, and, you know, we're, we're tanking, so let's wrap it up. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And as always, you can catch us down here next time at One Sporting Way.